Influence Podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Eckes, a serial entrepreneur and social media guru that has an infatuation with all things business related. On the show, we bring together brands, creators, and thought leaders to discuss the power of influence. Each episode is jam-packed with learnings, firsthand stories, and conversations from guests that truly have their finger on the pulse. Stay tuned as we dive into the stories and explore the impact they're making by getting under the influence. Welcome back to the show. Today's episode, this little hot shot, is she's juicy. She is giving all the drama. And you know what? I'm fucking here for it. You want to know why? Because 2023 was the year that everything in my life burned down and that I rose like a little phoenix from the ashes because I dealt with so much incredible bullshit. Bullshit. Now, was some of this bullshit self-inflicted? 1,000%. Was some of it I was truly the victim of? Also 1,000%. It goes both ways, you know? But the biggest thing about this is that I had this huge journey of learning so many lessons. So that was what 2023 was for me. It was a big year of my Saturn return coming to a close and also recognizing that this is the year that I was going to step into this next phase of an entrepreneur, of a businesswoman, as an advisor, an investor, and also just as Whitney. So there were a lot of fuck-ups. There were a lot of hard pills to swallow. So why not bear my soul and overshare all of my fuck-ups on this episode? Here we fucking go. Oh, and just like as a disclosure, if you are a mother or a father and you have kids in the car, maybe save this one for when you are all alone or you have AirPods or you go on your hot rich mom walk. Let's not, let's not share this with the kids because it's, it's going to get rough and bumpy real fast. So I wanted to do this episode because I was talking with my producer and we always kind of like to recap the year. And I remember last year, I was so excited for 2023. I had all these really big learnings. We had this fantastic year with the agency. We were just so strong. And then the beginning of 2023 happened and it was just like, just brought me to my knees. And I had a, a lot of business partnerships that were just super wonky. There were a lot of things in the works that fell through. There was a lot of like over-promised opportunity. It was just really weird. So as I was sitting back and like looking at 2023, I got really insecure because I was like, I feel like I didn't accomplish a lot. And I remember I was sitting and talking with her and she was like, you know, she was like, it's maybe it's not so much that you haven't accomplished a lot this year. She's like, but maybe it's so much that you've had so many learnings and that you get to share those learnings. And um, she actually showed me, I'm totally forgetting her name. She told me to look her up and I'm I'm sorry, I can't say I'm forgetting her name, but she showed me this podcaster that kind of walked through these different learnings and it was in a very vulnerable way, but it was also in a way where there was so much to kind of learn from her mistakes and to embrace this like really awesome transparency that about, you know, things that she did that went sideways. So that's what this episode is. It's going to be a learning for all of us. It's going to be a reflection for me from 2023. And it's going to get, you know, a little spicy. But that's honestly how this year has been for me. 
it's been fucking spicy. Like, nothing I couldn't not handle, but things that I truly just was like, do I need to be in this space? Do I have to walk through this lesson? And ultimately, that's the hardest part of growth, right? It can be painful. It could be stretchy. It can be shit that we just don't really feel like doing, but we got to do it. So here we go. All right. Five things I learned from my fuck-ups in 2023. Number one, be quick, but don't hurry. My boyfriend would be so proud of me right now. And I can't wait to force him to listen to this episode just for this one moment. Me and Spencer operate like a cat and a dog. We are almost so completely different that it's incredible that we've functioned for five, actually six years in January, that we've functioned this well as a couple. Spencer is so meticulous, so detail-oriented, and just so fucking slow-moving. It drives me insane. He is the turtle. I am the hare. That should give you all the references that you need to know about our relationship. So he coined this term, be quick, but don't hurry, when we first started working on Get Super together because we immediately realized how quickly, or just sorry, how different our working styles were. And there's even points where I'm like, you need to hurry up. You need to make decisions. You need to be fast moving. And there's times where he's been too slow and it's been him in the ass and vice versa. I've been too fast and it's been me in the ass. So one of the things that I like to keep in mind for this for this learning is, you know, things came up in and around 2023 where there was a lot of, there was a lot of legal, a lot of legal interaction in my life. There was a lot of contracts. There was a lot of dealing with attorneys. There was a lot of pressure. There was a lot of opportunities that I had to make very quick decisions on. You know, a lot of fine print writing and learning and things like that. In fact, there was, you know, things like me engaging different agencies and engaging different conferences where timing didn't work out and the fine print was that, well, we still had to pay, you know, we still had to pay our deposit or we lost out on X amount of money because we didn't read the fine print. And honestly, it was because of those situations, I was just moving too fast. I wasn't taking enough time to really sit in the decision. I was just trying to quick fire and get things done to keep the momentum. And sometimes that always, that doesn't always work out in your favor. The other thing, too, is like people rushing you. And this is a huge sales tactic. And I feel like, honestly, we've kind of moved away from this this tactic of like, you need to sign today. You need to buy now. But there was also a lot of pressure on my end from specific people that I had decided to either partner with or work with where there was so much pressure on me getting things done within their own timeline and not observing my timeline or not being you know, aware of things that I had going on. I was operating two full-time businesses, a startup and an agency with employees and about on average 12 to 15 clients. Like, huh? Like I have a schedule. I have things that need to work within certain timeframes. So for someone to kind of waltz into my life and expect me to just mold to their timeline is such a red flag. Instead, anytime that I look at partnerships now, I look at like, what is the teamwork here? What's the team dynamic? Are they observing my time? Am I able to observe their time? Are they comfortable with my boundaries? Are they willing to understand where I'm currently at and work with me with where I'm at? And that's also been a huge learning too, is really observing those people that are willing to just kind of fundamentally sit with you in these decisions, be excited about them, know that maybe, yes, we need to get things done by a certain time to not lose momentum, 
but not to pressure and especially not to guilt ever. If someone's guilting you in business, fucking run. Run. It is not that important for them to guilt you. Okay, number two, be careful of pretty words. Pretty, 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 pretty words. I fell for this one pretty hard this year. And I think I'm actually going to bring a little like spirituality into this. But in 2022, I spent a lot of time diving into my spirituality. I spent a lot of time learning how to understand myself and understand my mental health and who Whitney was and really coming back to this like self-discovery. The thing about spirituality is that sometimes we do this thing where whether we're talking to a psychic or whether we're pulling cards or whether we're listening intuitively where we can sometimes basically like predestine ourselves to a certain outcome. In 2022, I was told a lot of things about myself. I was also working with a lot of I was just in I was just in the spiritual realm like I really was. And so I remember I had cards pulled, I was talking with psychics, like I was all over the map and I had a lot of these just moments of people really pouring into me and they were beautiful. Honestly, they were beautiful. It really helped my self-confidence and there were a lot of things that were told about me in my life that really called in a large much larger ambition that I already had and a much larger vision for my dreams and what they were going to look like. And so that really prompted me to being susceptible and being vulnerable to people with pretty words and over-promising and under-delivering. So for example, like if someone was, you know, kind of giving me this offer, this opportunity that seemed too good to be true you know, it happened so fast. It was quick. It was, it was the universe. It was destiny. Like I would fall into that. And, you know, it's funny. We have a really, one of my great uncles was an attorney here in San Diego and he helped create a law firm and our law firm that we're with, they're essentially family. And in fact, my family attorney has seen me since I was a little girl and has worked with us on business dealings, on real estate things, like everything. And I remember me talking with him about this one particular deal. And he was kind of looking at me like, you're such, like, he he said in so many words, and I'm paraphrasing, but you're so smart and you're so bright and you've built so much. What, at what point was it that you weren't seeing the writing on the walls of this being too good to be true? And I remember telling him, like, honestly, it just felt right. You know, it felt right. It felt like all these things that people were telling me were happening, were coming true. You know, I was going to take on X, Y, and Z, and it was going to be this big, beautiful thing. And universally, it was going to happen for me. And I still believe that. I still think that everything happens for a reason. And I still think that, you know, God and universe have led me to this point. I think I needed to be led to this point. But (sighs) take it with a grain of salt, I guess is what I'm trying to say you know, do your due diligence, fact check your sources and know that people will tell you whatever they want to tell you until they get what they want. And if you're not fact checking, if you're not looking at your source, if you're not even looking and asking around of who is the person I'm going into business with or who am I dealing with or what am I looking at and what is this opportunity really going to look like once I accept it, you're leaving yourself vulnerable. And it can really bite you in the ass. So that's been something too where 
I'm all here for pretty words. I'm totally here for, you know, someone trying to sell me the dream. I get it. I've been there. I've sold the dream to clients. I've I've been the salesman, but I've also been the person too at the other end where it's like, hey, if this is not going to fit, it's not going to work for you. It's not going to work for me either. I never believe in putting someone into a position where it's where they're going to hate their life because ultimately, or that it's not a fit for them because ultimately it won't ever be a fit for me. That's just bad business dealing. And I know a couple of people learned that on the other th- side of things this year. So it all bumps out. Get Super is an instant wellness beverage brand created by moi. So good, you won't believe it's instant. It's for those seeking convenient energy sans the jitters. That's right. We put good old-fashioned broad-spectrum hemp CBD into our organic Arabica instant coffee. It's probably Arabica, but I call it Arabica because it sounds more fun. Get Super and our hemp extract contains all the naturally occurring cannabinoids and turpentines. We include about 20 milligrams of hemp per each stick pack to give you all the fun, calm energy, plus that true entourage effect. All the benefits without getting quote unquote high, as all of our products are non-psychoactive. Get Super has been featured in Forbes US Today and was named top startup to watch in 2021 by Yahoo Finance. Also, you guys, Get Super has helped me with my anxiety. It helps me sleep better at night. I've mentioned to you guys my whole mental health journey. And honestly, this company was a just passion and project of love because of what I've gone through and what I've walked through with my own depression and anxiety. I hope that it will help you the same exact way it has helped me. So go ahead and get your 15% off by using the code under the influence 15 at checkout. That's right. Under the influence 15 at checkout. Number three, all you get in the end is you. I've been called like a lot of names this year. Like it's been actually really interesting. Self-centered, selfish, uh, self-motivated, a lot of those words. And it hurts deeply because being in the service industry for six years where I have helped build businesses, I brought, brought brands to market and I dedicated and overextended myself for certain people and things only to hear those words feels really harsh. In fact, that's actually what led me into getting into investing because I would fall so deeply in the trenches with these brands that at the end, I was only their service provider. I had no skin in the game. I had no claim to what I had built. Sure, I guess marketing did that, but Whitney personally has no stake in what she has personally built. And I'm not just talking like social media. I'm not just talking influencers. I'm talking being on the ground floor with founders and with brands and helping them build out business strategies and helping them, you know, move into this next level. That as well as like also bringing on partners into my own business and, you know, looking at how are they also going to be serving the business for the better and for the greater? So there's been a lot of this, like, a lot of this, these words kind of thrown at me that have allowed me to, like, take things into more context. And it's funny because these words were also used 
toward me when I was the least selfish, when I was the least self-motivated. In fact, those words were used toward me when I was really trying to do the best for everyone. So that that really kind of led me to this point, which is all you get in the end is you. Like, ultimately, you are looking out for yourself and you have to. And I'm not saying don't trust anyone. I'm not saying, you know, be skeptical or anything like that. But I am saying that there's a certain level of understanding that when you pick that decision or when you move with that decision, whether or not it's in business or personal life, you are living with it. And if someone is to say that you are self selfish for act, for understanding what comes with that and choosing not to do it or choosing to do it, that's a form of manipulation. And that's also them just not getting what they want. That's not you being selfish. Or maybe it is. I don't know. But it's you, but it's you coming to terms with this is how I'm going to choose to live my life. And I have to live with this decision. And I think again, maybe that is self-protecting, but if you were to tell me that you were doing, you were making a decision off something that you have to live with for the rest of your life, I wouldn't call that, I wouldn't necessarily claim that as a selfish tactic. That being said, pick your people and pick your energy. This is all still under number three. Because all you get in the end is you, but you also get to choose who you surround yourself with. There have been so many beautiful people that I've met this year and so many people that maybe certain business dealings didn't work out that I still have immense respect and pride and I am just inspired by. I look at, I've done work with Mela this year and I look at that brand and I look at the people that are inside of it and the people that run it and everything in and around it. And I'm so inspired by them. And we did the base level amount of work for them. I'm invested in them. You know, am I am I living in the day-to-day of Mela today? No. But I look at that brand and I'm just, I those are the people, the energy that I want to be around. And I love it. Every single one of them. In fact, I'm so excited for their future and for what's to come because I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this. I think it'll be okay. But there's, I won't say who it is, but there is a, there is a new beverage brand that is on the market currently. And I get to work with some of the people that I worked with at Mela. And that is one of the most exciting things to me. It's like full circle. And also it's just so fun. There's also people that I've met in the private equity space that have become such close, near and dear friends. And even though our business dealings didn't work out, for what we were looking to do with a certain project, I still get to call them friends. See, there's a, there's a lot of this learning here where it's like, you know, these decisions are hard to make. And sometimes we get claims and sometimes we get beaten up a little bit or beaten down. By the end, they're leading you to where you need to be. And I now get to choose who I work with and I get to choose which people's energy I get to be in. And I'm that alone has just been such a beautiful learning from this year of also saying like, I could say no to something and still have a beautiful relationship with someone. That's incredible. That's so free. Number four. So this one, this one leads me into learn yourself so you know what is bullshit and what is it. This year has, again, like I felt like 2022 was like my biggest year of self-discovery. This year has been so much about learning who I am as a person. And I always thought I knew 
like what I'm available for and what I'm not available for. But the hard thing is that you truly don't know who who you're working with and what you're working with until it's a little bit later down the line. And I remember there was this one moment where there was like, I was in this, I was in this call and there was a certain thing on the table that we were talking about. And there was just like this moment of all this flattery being thrown at me. And a lot of really big, a lot of really flattering words were said. Almost to the point where I was like, wait, hold on, I'm not really like that. Like, I'm not really feeling too seen. Like, let's be honest. I I really know who I am as an entrepreneur. And I really truly know who I am as a person now. But I don't know, has anyone ever like given you a compliment? Sometimes you're just like, well, that's not really me. Like, thank you. That's so sweet. But that's not really me. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like, I don't want to get too specific. But for example, um, <laughs> let's just say someone was like, Whitney, you are so detail-oriented and you are so meticulous. I would be like, bitch, no, I am not. My head is in the clouds. I am big visionary. I am getting shit done. I am all gas, no brakes. It was one of those things where something just kind of clicked in my head of like, oh, this person actually doesn't really see me at all. And it was very sweet. It was very kind. But sometimes when those moments happen, we have to take a step back and realize what are we looking at here? Again, I'm talking about this year. This year was a huge, huge... And I, I'm going to announce it. Okay, just just give me, I can't announce it yet, but there will be an entire episode where I do talk about it. I'm so excited. Sorry, I'm just taking a moment. Um, but there's there was a lot of things on the table this year where I was doing a lot of business dealings and having a lot of conversations. And this thing that in particular came up, I was just like, this is, you di- you're not seeing it. You're not seeing me and you're not seeing what we're talking about. And it was like this red flag, like high alert moment. And again, this person had every beautiful, amazing intention, but they just weren't getting it. And so for me, there was like this learn yourself so that you know what is true and what isn't, right? Or what I said, what is bullshit? Same same applies to people that are trying to tear you down, right? I talked earlier, it's called selfish. There was, you know, some things that were said negatively about me. And I was like, that's actually not true. None of that is true. And if you aren't capable of seeing or understanding what was happening in those moments or what I was doing as a person, or you weren't able to see me as a human being and understand my place, that's okay. You just weren't seeing it. But that doesn't make that true about who I am as a person. The other thing too, I just I just want to touch on, and again, I, I've come across so much of this year, this year, and I don't know why it was this year, but like there was so much manipulation happening. There was so much like, it just kind of felt like a mind fuck. Like I remember I was talking with Spencer about it, you know, I think when we went to Hawaii, but I was talking to Spencer about it and I remember I looked at him and I was like, do I just attract these people? Like, I feel like I'm just attracting people that are wanting to kind of like pull the wool over my eyes or make things seem a great deal more better than they are. Like, or I feel like I'm being tricked and maybe I do. And maybe that was, again, part of this whole learning of 2023, but there was just this element of like, I just kept feeling like 
no one was really giving me like the fucking real, real of what was going on. And eventually there was a shift that happened and I met someone, I didn't meet them. I, I know them, I love them. But there was someone that came into my life in business that was just so crystal clear and so fucking real and just was the cream of the crop in terms of just legitimacy. And when I spoke with her, I remember being like, this is it. Like, this is where I want to be. This is not the bullshit. This is the truth. Like, this is, this is the real, real. This isn't, you know, trying to sell me on snake oil. This isn't trying to overpromise and underdeliver. This isn't trying to get me to sign off on something so that I'm a part and I'm invested. This is, this is where I want to be. And I'm actively, actively interested. So because of that, this was a huge, again, I'm bringing it back to number four. And I know this is kind of a vague topic, but... I, I had to learn who I was. I had to learn like my ins, my outs, my highs, my lows, my my qualities, my disadvantages. And I'm so clear on those now. I know what I'm good at. After six years of being an, an entrepreneur, I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but like that's a lot to me. I spent nearly my entire 20s building my business and building multiple businesses and working with multiple people. And now I know who the fuck I am. I'm like, if that isn't a come up story, they're like, I don't know what is. And I'll tell you right now, this year, like, it put me through the ringer. It did. But my God, if it did not sharpen me as a person and as, I don't know, I was going to say business owner again, but just honestly, just as a person, then I don't know what would have. And I'm proud of that. I'm proud of all the shit that I walked through. Do I want to do it again? No. Do I, will I have to, or, you know, will I do it if it's necessary? Absolutely. But yeah, number four. Okay, number five. Last and final of the five things that I learned from my fuck-ups in 2023. Take care of you. As if we, as if this, like, this doesn't come and hit you in the damn face every single day on TikTok. I can't emphasize this enough. And I'm, I'm living it. If you do not take care of yourself, you will not be able to take care of anything else. You just won't. Gone are the days of overextending. Stop it. I recently just was working with another PR agency and the just awareness around people's time off and the graciousness around my time off was so freeing and so awesome. Be that person. Learn how to be that person. Learn how to observe and understand that people need to take care of themselves. And again, huge learning for me. Was I always that way this year? Absolutely not. Was I a fucking nightmare? Absolutely. Did I not observe people's boundaries this year? Absolutely. Huge learning for myself. Because every time I wasn't able to observe someone else, you can bet your ass there was a moment where no one was able to observe me. So collectively, let's stop. Let's learn how to take care of ourselves. Let's learn how to understand when people also need to take care of other people. And let's move forward. But from that, I also want to talk about taking care of yourself is not just in the personal realm. It is in the business realm. This year, I've stepped back from a lot. And that's been a really huge mission of mine is to go into 2024 with a announcement, but also with a very loose plan of what I'm going to be doing with my time. and. 
Sorry, I just keep getting, I just, I have so much I want to say. And I've been dying this year, literally for almost over, over a year now. It's December. I started this process last November. And I'm just so excited to finally share what's been on my chest and what I wasn't able to talk about for so long. But going back to like taking care of you, there this year was also a year where it's like I really struggled and I really wanted to learn how to step back and take care of myself. And the days that I did and the days when I rested or the days when I took care of my anxiety or the days when I went to therapy were the days where when shit hit the fan, it really wasn't that big of a deal. When I'm anxious, when I'm overrun, when I'm overdrawn and the smallest email can send me into a fucking frenzy. Why? That's not the person's fault that sent the email. It's mine. That's my own, that's my own issue. The way that I respond to other people that I'm working with or working alongside of, it's because of my own ver- it's because of my own lens. And you also need to learn that too. If someone responds to you in a certain way, we also have to be really understanding of maybe they're going through some shit. Maybe they have certain things on their plate. Does it make it right? No. But can we show a little bit of empathy? Can we maybe say, hey, it's time for you to go take care of yourself so you can actually handle your shit. I had a girlfriend call me out this year and it was one of the best things she ever did. I remember I was just like, totally in a fog, in a funk. I don't know, I guess maybe even dissociating a little bit. And we were on the phone, I was in my car and she just screamed at me. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing? Do you not remember who you are? You are Whitney fucking Eckes. What, get out of this, get out of this funk. Go take care of yourself, go do what you gotta do. But quit dragging yourself through this and slowly eating yourself away. Because I wasn't acting like me. I wasn't smart. I wasn't being intelligent. I wasn't being innovative. I wasn't being, you know, savvy. I was tired. I was run down. I was beat up. And I forgot who the fuck I was. So self-care is not just a face mask and a hot bath. It's journaling. It's learning how to take care of your sleep. It's making sure that you're surrounding yourself with the right people in the right community. Saying no. It's owning up to your mistakes and taking full responsibility. And if you fuck up, it's also accepting that you fucked up. I know I said I had five things that I learned from my fuck-ups in 2023, but I actually have six. And that's the last one, is accepting your fuck-ups. It's accepting where you've gone wrong. It's accept, accepting that you made a mistake. And then it's also taking ownership. And it's also taking whatever consequence comes from that. Made a lot of mistakes this year. In fact, I think that equally, there's been probably people hurt by me as much as I've been hurt by people. Which is such a scary thing to think about. And such a like, heartbreaking thing. But as of right now, this next decision that I'm facing in my life is 100% taking responsibility, owning it, and accepting that this is no longer serving me. That those fuck-ups and those mistakes, I've learned from them. And I'm still going to move forward. I heard this, <laughs> went for a 45-minute Peloton ride. Oh, it was the turkey trot. And there was this Peloton instructor that was on, and she 
I think just had a baby. I don't really ride a lot of her rides, but I did this one because I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work out on Thanksgiving. I'm going to feed that girl. And I was. Actually, I think it was the day after Thanksgiving. I don't think it was actually on Thanksgiving, but you get it. You get the point. <laughs> and um, her mantra for this year is, I'm not done yet. And when she said that, like my whole body just got chills because a lot of this year felt like I was a complete failure. I made mistakes. I got into situations I shouldn't have put myself into. I hurt people. And I remember thinking like, how do I even come out of this? How do I come back? Will I ever be the same? Will I ever be able to do the same things? And hearing that mantra, I was like, you know what? I'm not done yet. And I've, I've said this on the podcast before, but I'll say it again. Failure is stopping. Failure is giving up. Failure is quitting. And we're not quitters. We're not. She's not in our blood. It's not how we operate. It's not how, we, how we're born, how we're raised. It's not who we are. So I'm not done yet. 2023, even though you try to rock my ass, like I am not fucking done. I'm going into 2024, humbled as shit, seasoned, and ready to go. Because the best part about fucking up is everything that you've learned and understanding that you're going to continue to fuck up. But that doesn't mean that you have to do it twice. It doesn't mean that you have to keep doing it. It means that you learn and you move on and you grow and you help others that maybe are in a similar situation. And with that, I'm fucking out. I love you guys. The next episode... I don't want to overpromise that. I think the next episode is the big announcement episode, but if not, just know there is something very special coming your way. Very honored for this year. I'm very, I mean, I'm very honored to have lived through this year. <laughs> very honored to be moving into 2024. There were times where I literally thought I was going to die, but no. We come out stronger, come out a little bit better, a little bit more humbled, and a whole lot more ready to never give up. I love you guys. Thanks for going under the influence. I'll talk to you later.